0: We. <laughs> oui. I wouldn't be opposed to starting with some shit with Donna, too.
1: Catch you up, and I'm taking his jewelry. Catch you up, and I'm taking his jewelry. We.
0: Oui. <laughs> <laughs> the Mallory Bros. Podcast, episode 64. Let's turn up on this Friday. Hello. It's a good oui. Friday, too. Oh,
1: oui. 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 Catch you up, oui. Oui. and I'm taking his jewelry. Oui. Catch up, and I'm taking his jewelry. I said, don't get it twisted. Just cause I smell a lot, that don't mean I'm with the foolery. When I walk in my school, all the staff on me. I'm like, you used to do to me. I stay in the cut like a big day, and that's when my shooters be. Gun down, gun tuck tool on me, tool on me, bust switch, bust one. They do not know what you started. I pop a burger, retarded, then lock up the party. I'm the Virgo, Virgo Cause I ain't too pressed yeah. with the old No teller, I'm the Messiah, the only creator I got the drip in my pores I can I never I can never kiss a whore Fuck her life, fuck, then go up and tour. She know we up on the board like the 4-5 tucked in my drawer They're like, what's when your ring? I love it, Karate that come with a bad bitch in a mansion And she's from Paris Cool, cool. I don't got none to nah, it's either you win or you lose. It's either it's either you podcast, you lose. episode 64. And I don't really care what your All I know is my is so I Oh, huh, I, cool. I got you, I got you, I got you.
0: That's where we at. why don't live off the
1: know what
0: today is. Y'all know what today is? Drizzy! What's drop? CLB, man, let's get it. Yeah. I pull up in Lexus like it's 07, I just hit a lick, I gotta hit the next one. Last year I know you learned your lesson, I could GPS you if you need a dressing. Boss up, I'm the bigger homie, but I'm one year older than my little homie. '09, they was bidding on me, but I'm young, money got it written on me. Okay, now we got some action. I said it happened. That boy light is Michael Jackson. But our verses, he's been blacking. Chasing women, a distraction. They won't be on TV right next to me. You cannot be here right next to me. Don't you see Riri right next to me? I hate a rapper, especially. They feel the same,
1: but they hide it. They just discuss it in private. Don't get alone, man. We tried it. What's the point in even trying? I hate hate a goofy, especially. especially. They always dying to mention
0: me. They gotta die out eventually. Damn. I can, I can that's the perfect break. song to play before for this Friday. I didn't even really think you. All right, I'm just gonna keep it to myself. Well, you would have wanted to play something else. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, just because Drake dropped, we don't have to start with a Drake track. Like we just did a Drake, which is better. It's like, honestly, to we keep completely honest, I'm like, I'm ready for the new music and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you Drake, I played something from Views again. It's like, i I'm, of, I'm, I'm fresh off a W. You never, you didn't hear that in the uh, Which Is Better. I didn't play that one. That's one that I kept not fresh off, off, off the of a list. W. I'm fresh off a W. I think that the the consen- not fresh off a W. The consensus is that I won. Nah, I think the persi- the consensus might be that your songs might have rang off a little bit better because you had more words to explain. My shit was more so sound. I say this every time we do it, which is bad to say the same thing, don't I? Look, when we did graduation versus what is it, Dakota Four? This nigga's explaining every bar. I'm like, all right, I man. didn't even do that this time. My shit is just when you hear my shit. I'm one, man. Hey, that was a good out. joint. Though. Big shout-out to everybody that's been to- tapping into the content um, and all of the content drop. We have so many new page, uh, Patreon uh, folks now that are taking advantage of all the content, so welcome. I think that's dope, um, but big shout-out to everybody. It's Friday. Yep, shout-out to the people that's supporting the Patreon. It's lit. It's ter- we turning up. Honestly, it's a whole bunch of con- uh, content that's up there. We had some bullshit happen with Vimeo, with Vimeo took down our little... Our page full, Mm -hmm. it was just some bullshit. I don't really want to get into it. I'm not going to just go down deep deep into that. But what I'll tell you is that don't, I wouldn't recommend any creators out there to use Vimeo. Not if you're planning on niggas actually looking at the shit. Because once your shit starts getting views, and I don't even care if it's a thousand views for real, for real. They're going to just start pinning your, they're going to, they could at any moment say you're using too much bandwidth and you're gone. But it's like, it's shaky like one moment one moment you can use this much one moment you can't it's it's hard to explain but we're not gonna let that store yeah, down no sure, hell is, yeah we were, oh yeah the, the the links have been all over the place we went yeah. from dropbox to dog oh, it's been an experience <sighs> dropbox that, that joint worked a little bit though maybe one maybe we'll, we'll use like that, that. you know yeah and shout out to everybody that's that that stuck in with us that that night oh my goodness yeah because a long day it was just too many people at one time but yeah. With it also being Friday means you also got YouTube content dropping today as well. Some stuff that was on the Patreon before. Okay, yeah. That'll Mm -hmm. be dropping today as well, man. And that's not like a... It's not like a... You saying it like it's always going to be on Friday? uh, No, 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 no. It's not always. always. Yeah. I'm just I just think this Friday is definitely just going to be some stuff up there. For sure. All right, bet. So, chance. What? Did you see... Did you see... You heard about the Bishop Sycamore, but you don't really know. No. I just saw the highlights of this thing. So all you've seen is these niggas play. All I've seen is them get smashed by 50 points. All right, bet. So you don't really know about the team? Bet. I don't know who's on the team or if they said this nigga who was on the team is from, I don't know, none of that. All right, bet. So if you ain't see on Twitter, it was this team called Bishop Sycamore, it was a whole bunch of memes and stuff going on. At first, I was like, what in the world is going on? Because they was posting, like, adults, and they would be like, this is their running back. Or they'd be like, this is their kicker. or I don't know. Um, and so I just kind of looked more into it. And so, bro, this is the craziest shit ever. Like, so they interviewed one of the players. This is what the player said. They asked him, what's the craziest thing that happened while you were there? He said, there's shit I could say, but I really don't want to. For the last month and a half, we had about 35 players. We moved into these new houses for a month and a half. We was all sleeping on the floor. We had to go to Rob, Megger's, Kroger's, and Walmart because that's the only way we could eat. That's crazy, said the reporter. It's crazy, but I can think of shit that's crazier than that, sleeping on the floor and doing all of that. That don't get to me. Niggas almost got stabbed in there. We had players from every borough of New York. Then we had players from inner city, Columbus, that's where I'm from. Everything didn't mix, especially with no supervision. The craziest thing about this, bro, is that they didn't have an age limit. Bro, you need to explain exactly what's going on because... What do you mean? What What exactly is going on? You just start reading an interview from a nigga. This is one of the players. So, like, how did this even happen is my confusion. Like, I don't even know. I just saw this team get smashed and the niggas are saying... Yo, the Bishop Sycamore Sycamore situation is crazy. What is crazy about it? So they got a bunch of niggas from randomly and played a high school, basically. They, the, the high school does not exist. That name is a made-up name. There has never been a Bishop Sycamore for real. Son. So they made it to Sports Center. That's why it became a thing. Because they were on Sports Center. Because they got dog. They played a real legit ass team. The head coach has an active arrest warrant. And then the craziest part about it is that most of the players are nowhere near college, high school—I mean, high school age at all. They had somebody on a team that was 33, playing high schoolers. They said uh, when I was watching the highlights, they was like, they said that they have multiple D1 prospects. None of that has been verified. (laughs) I was like, they shitting on this team. I knew it was something shaky with them. Damn, I don't even know how this happens. I don't think it's cool to say that the cut head coach has to he has an open arrest warrant. It's like, bro, the shit gets crazy. They, why had they, them them? Pe- they had them robbing people. Why are to niggas? Did, so, like, what I'm not getting is, like, is it like a football camp that they all went to or some shit? Like, yeah, the dude said that they told them that they was going to be able to make it big. That's the only reason why he did it. Because they was like, why did you go there? And he was like, they told us we was going to be on Netflix.
1: <laughs>
0: That's that was the, the most confusing situation ever. They told these niggas, y'all going to be on Netflix. It's going to be just like, y'all ever seen Last Chance You? They told him it's going to be like that. And they got 33 year old niggas out there playing high schoolers. And what's crazy is that I don't even know why they wanted to do this. Like, I don't even know why they wanted to play football. There's, it's just, I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. Them niggas got smoked by 50 points. And they, they didn't n- even. Pull, they didn't even score. They never won a game. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was probably the craziest shit that I seen on Twitter this week. The craziest. Is it the craziest Terrell? Yes, bro. When you look into, you have to go back and keep looking at it, bro, and look at some of these plays. Did You see that punt they did? You could <laughs> tell they just had anybody out that joint. I seen some niggas were sharing helmets. Like not everybody had a helmet. Bro, that would be a good ass documentary, on them. Yes, on this whole situation. You can barely sure. even explain the situation for real. <laughs> the shit is that confusing, bro. All you need to know is some adult players out. It's adults out there playing against high school kids. That's the crazy part. You got old ass niggas out there playing. They had a uh, there's a pre. They had a pregame speech, uh, that they had. That was they was like, you need to go out there. You need to be ready to kill niggas." it's like, (laughs) these are adults. (laughs) (laughs) They really about to go out there and do some dangerous shit. All right, y'all. We had Donna drop last Friday. The review went up yesterday. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday is when the album dropped, not Friday. When the review go up is what I'm saying. Yesterday, which was Tuesday. So the review went up on Patreon yesterday, which was Tuesday. It'll be on YouTube eventually. Hopefully, right. If the copyright police allow which fucking sucks. Because, bro, it took me forever trying to get that fucking video up on YouTube. That joint just keeps getting blocked. And it'll say Kanye West live stream. And it's like... You can't even really pinpoint where. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube is a little petty at some time, uh, at times, but it's all good. Yeah. But other than that, the album was fire. And I felt like some of you niggas who, who, who didn't like it, it's totally fine. Um, because I think there's something for everybody on that album. But I think the best part about it was like some people loved it and then some people hated it. I think that's what makes. Yeah. I think um, I tried my best to not like it. I tried really hard to not like. I was in the beginning of the of when we listened to it. I was trying so hard to just be like, all right, Ben, I ain't, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it is a good album. Dog is a I great can't album. Even buck them. I had a lot of people tell me that they felt like it was real churchy. And I can totally understand why people wouldn't like the album if they felt like it was too churchy. Because that sometimes does turn people away from music. Like, a lot of people don't like to mix religion and their music. Some people just want to listen to music, have a good time. They don't want it to feel like, you know what I'm saying? Because that is a slippery slope, so I get it. Like, you are going from kind of like a hip-hop EDM to church. Yeah. And sometimes people feel like, yo, it's throwing me off, like. Some people are just, you know, since everybody has their faith and beliefs in in different places. If you felt that way, I totally get it. Because there was times too, like, I was going to tell people about this album. This one of them albums, you literally have to, like, you got to monitor it. Like, I'll I'll put on, like, okay, okay, right? Mm -hmm. Or one of the joints on the album that's just, like, I'm sorry, one of the joints on the album that just has, like, energy. But if you let, once that joint ends, you could be going straight into... A sad ass song bro This is not one of those albums That you should let play Because I feel like this This album bring your mood down A little bit It does It's good But like I listened to That, that um. What was I listening to I was listening to Something in the gym And that 24 came on that The 20- Kobe joint Yeah My favorite that joint Yeah some of my favorite tracks Were some of the sad joints though Like Jonah Moon I like believe what I say I think that's probably One of my favorite joints We yeah. didn't start with that We didn't start to pop with that No But But to Believe What I Say joint, I fuck with that joint so heavy, man. I fuck with that joint heavy. Niggas was asking what my favorites was. So, like, um, definitely Believe What I Say, Moon, Jonah. I like OK, OK. I like Remote Control. I like, and I didn't even look at the track list when I wrote those down. What's another one that I fuck with? Come on, man. Off the Grid is the best song on the album. I fuck with Off the Grid, but I feel like Off the Grid is going to be the one that everybody likes, so it just goes without saying y'all like, you know? To me, that's the best song in the album. Be off the grid, grid, grid. That song is in. I think Fabio has the best feature on the entire album, of everybody that was on the album. To include Jay, Fabio impressed me the most. Yeah, like Jay's feature was cool, but I'm never gonna go back and play that song. Sorry. The jail joint, yeah, I don't like. I I, I couldn't do the the guess who's going to jail tonight. I liked it because of the whole verse, but when I went back to it to try and play it, the the division joint. the division is a joint with pop smoke. It's like the little. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. People had a tough time appreciating that joint. Me being a cinephile and understanding what it could do cinematically, I love it. Right. But it wasn't a complete song. It was literally just mm-hmm. a piano riff. But people don't understand how powerful. You know what you can do with that? It was amazing. <sighs> I fuck with Junior. I'm sorry. That's one of my favorites. Junior Watanabe on my That's right. That I feel like, like Playboy Cardi low key had one of the better features and better performances on the, on the album. too. He did. Playboy Cardi had a great performance. I love Young Thug on Remote Control. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a Thug fan. When, when, when Thug brought that shit back, <laughs> I was like, oh, right, I'm fucking with this joint. Love that one. Uh, no Child Left Behind. Of course, I love that one. Yeah, that was great. The Come to Life joint was intense. Pure Souls. Pure Souls, Roddy Rich. People think Roddy Rich had the best feature on the album, too. Hell no. It ain't hell no. He did his fucking thing on that joint. It ain't hell no, but you might just disagree. Fuck out of here, nigga. Roddy did not have, not even close to the top. Fabio Loki didn't have close to the top either. The best features on the album is between Fabio, Vory, and Weekend. To me. Uh, Baby had a good feature. Baby had a good, good Thug feature. Thug was legit. Niggas faking on Thug when that I remote control joint. Oh, Baby King though. Baby King is getting Thug out of there. For so far as the features on the album. Baby King feature was fire. Baby King feature was fire. But you know what? Instead of just trying to pick who had the best feature, I think it just goes to show like. He had legit ass features on this album. Yeah, he did. Like it wasn't no 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 shit features. The scariest thing going into it was the fact that it was twenty seven songs or twenty six songs, however many it was. Yeah. And I was honestly thinking, I even said it. Did, I don't know if you, did you put that in the uh in the video when I was like, "There's no chance this is going to be yes." Okay, I had to eat those. It was words. like twenty seven songs, based off the last drink that he put out. It ain't no way this this drink will be good. I said based on the last two projects he put out, where three of the seven are good. Yeah. I said there's no way this is a 10 out of 10 project. At 27 tracks? I honestly was pissed off when I saw it was 26 tracks. But but I can't believe he did that shit. Honestly, I couldn't believe that it was as good as it was either. With the with the way that he was pushing it back and all of that. I was like, this ain't really not about to be that as good. But yo,
1: I honestly thought it, it was, was gonna be
0: more more churchy than it was. I thought it was gonna be even more churchy than it already was. I feel like him dropping his album now, and then Drake dropping his album today, since it's Friday. Um, that that it really kind of just like if Drake's album is fire, niggas aren't gonna be listening to Donda, son. We are, but like I understand how I would be like, damn, like fuck yes. that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I was Condre, if I was Kanye, I'm sorry, I said Condre. If I was Condre. <laughs> But let's talk about that because that's been the most requested thing for us to talk about is the whole Drake versus Kanye thing. Yeah. And I think um these Kanye fans, like, I like the album, and I guess Terrence can speak for y'all, but y'all was being real brand new this time around. What does that mean? You keep saying that because Terrell looks at the two Kanye because- fans who will mention him and then... They too for the fan nah, base. I guess this is what I noticed from Kanye fans. Kanye fans were saying it doesn't matter how much Drake sells. Is the album gonna be good? That's a fact. And it's like, okay, what's what's wrong mm. with it? This is weird coming from y'all. Because normally y'all say, y'all think the album is good. Y'all just don't get it. Kanye's different, X, Y, Z. Y'all never... Y'all finally got a good album, and now y'all trying to say, oh, well, hopefully his album is good. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, we think... Because Drake's put out a better album than Kanye for the last two albums. Uh. Yay, nay? Between, the, between What's his last two albums? Yay. And Jesus is King. And Jesus is King versus Drake's last two projects. I don't think it's ever been a comparison. I think it's... But that's what I'm saying. It's it's weird for y'all. You're it's saying it's saying weird that we're saying say, it doesn't matter And I'm if not even gonna say y'all. I'm not I'm not even gonna say weird. You think it's weird that people think that it doesn't matter that Drake goes number 1. It just the album has to be good. That is very true to me. Because if Drake goes number 1, you know what I'm saying? It means he it might mean he has more fans, but that doesn't mean his album is better because he goes number 1. What's wrong with saying that? No, I'm saying it's like a misplaced argument. It's like y'all trying to make it seem like Drake better put out a bad bad album. Or if he, if look, this is what I think. He, I don't think Drake has a terrible album. Like you can, I would argue that more life is is is, is isn't really that fun. Yeah. They don't really, you know, it's not this. It's just not as colorful, but it's not a bad album. Even dark lane demo tapes. At first, I was like, it was lie, right, but mm-hmm. I went back to that junk constantly. After that first listen. So it's like, y'all need to stop acting like Drake not about to do what Drake does. We all He's going to be number one. He's going to get number one. He's going to sell more. They're going to listen to the album. It don't matter if he really puts the pregnant women on or not. Yeah, I hope that's not the the joint. I think it will be. Hey, but look, even if it is, you know how many niggas are going to get that on vinyl? Put that joint on a t-shirt. Drake is smart. He's like the, Drake is legit like the Regina George of the rap game, bro make you say that? Have you ever seen Mean Girls, Regina George, whatever she did, everybody else just said fucking and did it. Nah, see, this Even time around. Even when she did stupid shit. This time, time around, about- I'm, not, I'm not just jumping on and just saying what he's doing is dope. I think if he makes. I don't think it's dope, though. If I he think makes, people are going to gravitate to it. If he makes that his album cover, that's an L for Drake. Not that the album's going to be bad. I just think the cover is an L for sure. This is your cover? I thought it was smart. I thought it was funny to say, yeah, I'm dropping and just post that. I thought that was funny. Cause certified lovable, I get it. But I really hope that's not the album cover. I'm hoping it's not either. Really but look, not it. if it is, that shit gonna be on t-shirts. There's gonna be stickers, it's gonna be all types of shit for, for people to buy. I just seen on Twitter, literally, as we speak, it says hey Atlanta, Slime, Pluto, Savage, and Baby are on CLB, which means that's oh, also smirk. But so that's Young Thug Future. Young Thug, Future, 21 Savage, Lil Baby, and Lil Dirk all confirmed features for uh, Certified Level Boy. Well, we knew we was going to get Dirk because Laugh Now, Cry Later is going to be on the album. Okay, yeah. Um, Young Thug and Future makes sense. Young Thug and Future makes sense. 21 Savage. Savage makes Mm. sense. And Lil Baby makes sense. And Lil Baby makes sense. Well, those are good features, though. It is, but it's like... You got all of the niggas that is out now, for so real. But all right, bet if you would have you know saw who, Kanye's album and saw Vori was featured, you'd be like, "Who the fuck is he?" So you can't say that. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I and he killed it. Just it would be more impressive to me. Like, I mean, of course, those are the features that I expect. But like, no Rick Ross feature. We need that raw. We need a like no Rick Ross feature. Yeah. no I want to see Drake do some shit with like CeeLo. Oh That'll yeah, be like like to have some like some moving shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah. that and that's where people that's where the whole thing comes from. I think Drake is 100 percent going to be number one. I think he's gonna outsell Kanye for sure. I think the Kanye fans tried to run this thing up as far as possible. And I think Kanye definitely he killed the music side of it. Yo, he put out the this art, he arguably has the album of the year. Yeah. But when it comes one to One of the better albums of the year. Yeah. Depending on what you like. Yeah. Right. But when it comes to the to the This rat race, I never thought it was a competition between Drake and Kanye. That's why I feel like, I think most people know that too. I think that's why people are saying the album got to be good because who cares if Drake sells more? Drake can put out a song saying anything and that shit will sell. He's Drake. For sure. But that's what this whole release thing has been about. Yeah. This whole back and forth. But for real, for real, this whole back and forth release thing has been about that for them though. You can't necessarily say it's been about that for the... The consumers, we just wanted the music. We've always just wanted the music. These niggas are worried about right. who's gonna be number one for the first week. I'm not even talking about the consumers, cause they're gonna get the music either way. I'm talking about this whole who's gonna be number one, cause that's what everybody's talking about. Nah, you definitely was just talking about the consumers, saying that you said Kanye fans was nah, trying I to make it. Kanye, Kanye fans are like, Everybody like, been saying that we didn't care if the album was number one. The, the Kanye, Kanye fans make- were. Say- There's a lot of Kanye fans that don't think Drake is gonna be able to outsell Kanye, and I'm like, all right, y'all. Yeah. This is y'all fucking gonna have to let that one go It's Drake Niggas all around the fucking world love Drake And that nigga's gonna be coming in with He's gonna come with some shit that everybody Can vibe to For As everybody. y'all see Not everybody can really get down on the yay You know mm-hmm. Would you put the Kanye as your album of the year I'm not gonna say what my album of the year is I've only heard the Kanye West I only, I've only heard Donda maybe Twice and not even all the way through. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. not make I'm not gonna put that bold take out there like that. People would be like, oh, you you said, nah. I don't really know yet. I'm not gonna say that, and then we about to get You saying it because you waiting for Drake and you waiting for Kendrick. 100 percent Why would I say, Oh, yeah, it's the best album of the year? So I'm far, gonna... you can say that. So if the year was to end today, no Drake. Kanye West would probably have one of the better albums for me. Kanye West is up there. And it's like a no brainer low key. What album are we going to put over that? Not putting Migos over that album. Migos' album was great. Not putting it over that. We listened to Tyler's album. Tyler's album is not better than Kanye West's album. It's not. I'm letting y'all know right now. Tyler, the creator's album was great. wasn't better than It wasn't better than Kanye's album, though, no, if that was going to be an a argument. Both albums was dope, though. I think the Tyler, that's what he was gonna say, yeah. And I was telling Terrell like the Tyler to create an album is more like a. I felt like it was like J Cole album, which by the way was great. However, I felt like they were more so like rapping exercises for those two artists, where they were just kind of getting their shit off. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Tyler's album was definitely a little bit more creative. Had a little bit more of like a, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think for a complete album, like an album that we gonna remember for real. I don't think niggas are gonna look at off season and say, yo, that was Tyler's. I mean, I'm sorry, that was one of J Cole's best. I don't think niggas will look at Call Me If You Get Lost and say, yo, that was one of Tyler's best. I think people really enjoy both of those albums, but I do think when it comes to Donda, niggas are gonna look at Donda and be like, yo, this is one of his best projects. But do you think that uh the? But you know what? That's hard for me because forever, I don't. I'm early on. I can't. I'm not gonna say that's one of his best projects. I just know how it's how it's been received though. Do you think that marketing has... Influence? Everything to do with that? Because I do. The way that they marketed that album... The yeah. way, it, the way that... Like, going from city to city. It's, it's going to come out this day. It doesn't come out. It's going to come out that day. It doesn't come out. Then it's finally coming out. Nobody really knows. The live stream. It's like... He built so much behind it that all he had to do was deliver a good album. Damn, see, you sound like this dude who was on Twitter who was trying to make it seem like, yo, but the, the rollout makes the album more legendary. I I... I, I th- agree with that. I think, it, I think the music got to be good. I think if the music wasn't good, you wouldn't be saying shit about the rollout besides, he did all of that and now the album ain't good. You would have said some shit like that. Right. But Which I 100% would have said that. I think the album, I think the music is good. When I was listening to the music, I'm keeping to it 100, I didn't think about, like niggas were saying, you're actually a part of the creation, creative process. Like, nah. I didn't feel like that listening to the album. I'm sorry. Like I didn't listen to it and think, wow, yeah, this reminded me of when he, when he delayed the album. I, I didn't feel nothing like that. I just enjoyed the music. Well, I don't think it's something that you... I think it would be more subconscious, the fact that it was prolonged so long that it was good. I about to say, yeah. And mind you, we didn't watch none of the listening events. So I can't even... I wouldn't be able to feel that way because I didn't watch the listening events. If you watch the still, listening events, I don't know that could have an impact on you. When but you, you still was waiting for it and then waiting for it. And you got to the point where you were like, well, if it comes out, it could does. If not, I'm not gonna. That keep. doesn't make you like the album more when it drops. I don't think so. I think that takes the anticipation for the album up. The way people flock yeah. to the album, even the way they flocked to like the, the reaction videos mm-hmm. showed that people was like eager to get their ears on that album. I just don't think, I think that, that made, I, don't I don't think, think that has anything to do with whether the album was good or not. You're right. I think it just took the. It might have took the ex- everything ex- that ex- was good became great. Like there's songs that we listen to, yeah. that even now playing them again, I'm like, this was good, but nah, all, all the shit was crazy. You was you didn't have a fake reaction, bro. You didn't. You I literally but, went. But in, it was in the moment, and it was it was. Exciting. You're trying to. It's like you're right now. You're trying to make it seem like yeah. Well, I was like I was excited. Now nah, you wasn't. You heard great ass music. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. This niggas trying to cancel out. Good vibes. It was crazy. This podcast we doing, people already have the Drake. Yeah, that's true. So we sitting here, you saying that Kanye is what album we going to put over that? You, I don't know. We about to see. Hey, do you know what? I, you want to hear something real dark? That I, Because I this, is the, this is the pressure on Drake now. Kanye has already dropped and people like the album. Drake, yeah, you could drop and you could sell more, but what if niggas don't like your album and it's another More Life or another Scorpio where niggas are like, they love it, but you could have did better type shit. But you're you're number one. You know? Who gives a fuck if you number one if your fans don't like it? Then that's when it's really gonna be like, okay, you put a better you put you sold more than me. I but know. is yours gonna even stick around longer than mine's? I, but you know what's crazy? What? Y'all like the people that better against Tom Brady. It's like, oh yeah, well, is he gonna be able to do is he gonna be able to nah. it's like come on, y'all know Drake is Tom about to Tom Brady deliver. had one bad season. But before that, come on, bro. This, I mean, I guess that would be a good comparison because that's like saying Brady not going to the Super Bowl next year. I mean, this year it's like Drake. Uh, Can we really count him out? The last two Drake projects was what? Scorpion and Dark Lane Demo. I guess I guess, but look, those aren't. I guess you can call Dark Lane Demo it, but it was Scorpion and then um More Life. No, More Life. It was Scorpion. It's More Life Uh, and Scorpion. It was Dark. Yeah, Dark Lane was the last one. Scorpion was the last official project. Dark Lane Demotation was not an album. That was like a little EP joint. But Drake's last two projects is Scorpion and More Life, which are not Super Bowl wins. This nigga can definitely drop a mid-ass album. Ah. But you know what? Drake's albums normally aren't mid, but that's what I'm saying. They're like, great albums, but like even More Life, if you run through More Life... I'm just saying, like, you start with free smoke, you eat the passion fruit, then you have all. See, but this is when he was in that he was trying to do all of that. I'm not necessarily talking Caribbean about stuff, so that's why he was he was trying to be Caribbean Drake. All I'm saying is this nigga can still drop a, a album that isn't received that well, and the the pressure on him is Kanye album already dropped and it's been received relatively well. Do you think wants and needs is gonna be on the album? Do you think that's a baby feature? I got sins. Probably, but then again, it was on that other joint, so it wasn't though. That was like that was on the Scary, scary Owls joint. We gotta think about it. God's plan was on the first Scary Owls with diplomatic community. He might put it on there just for fuck, just for the fuck of it, but it won't. I don't think it would be in the in the main lineup. We just gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, man. So everybody already has the Drake by this time. We already heard it. Yep. We doing a podcast a little bit earlier though, so. Look out for the reaction, man. Niners, man. It's such a great season. Yes, it to is. To be a Niner. Yes, it is. Did you, all right. So you went to go see Candyman. Yeah. And you wouldn't tell me about it all the way. I literally told you how it ended. <laughs> nah, but you said you wanted to say more on the podcast. So I wanted to let you get it off. I was just going to say that Candyman, I don't know if anybody wanted to go see that or if y'all went and saw that, but like, just don't waste your time, bro. That joint was trash. Damn. Trash. <laughs> that joint was just as bad as Coming to America 2. If I'm keeping it on it. Was it like all the way bad though? The entire movie was bad. It's my IMDb. Like, and honestly, I'm not even... I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I really don't. It was not good. And what we not about to do... I know y'all probably think, damn, this nigga don't like none of the movies that come out. But like, I'm just never going to make an excuse. I'm never going to be like, well, yeah, you know, it was I. I'm never going to make the excuse for that. Like, it it was just trash. What the fuck are we watching? You know what? If you haven't seen it, just skip forward like two minutes. Let me just say this real quick. The movie, they literally, I didn't know if I was watching. What was the movie that with the Fred Hampton joint? Uh, the Black Messiah. I didn't know if I was watching Black Messiah or Candyman by the end of it.
1: What?
0: Right. <laughs> right. Okay, hold on, wait. Now, do y'all want to know how Candyman ends? Literally, it ends. Spoiler alert. Just go ahead and go forward about three or four minutes. Yeah. What I don't like is this. You're following this dude around. Who is a. First off, I'm going to just give you a hundred. This is just the way my mind works. When the movie started and I saw that the dude was an aspiring painter, I immediately just was like, this is getting ready to be trash. I just knew it was getting ready to be trash. I don't know why I don't I, I I just how many painters do you know? I know some people that paint. Somebody just hit us like that that paints. I mean, but like for a living, I don't know anybody. That's, that's my it. thing. Like, whatever. What else did he do? That's what he did. His wife, right? His wife is like a legit boss. Like Tiana they go, uh, Tiana uh, yes. Tiana Paris. Yeah, fine. They went to some art exhibit. Or whatever, and she running the whole joint. He got an art piece in there. That's the Candyman thing that he, whatever. Because that's kind of hot the angle that they take. Like, and everybody's like, yo, your boy's art. Yo, your boy's art piece. Yo, what's up with that? Clowning my man. And she got to try to have his back John-like. But it's like, dude was just a weak link from the beginning, right? Yaya? Yeah, yeah. No, his her dude. No, that's his name. Nigga, I don't know his name. Uh, Yaya? That's name name That's his real name <laughs> Alright Why I was thinking about Yaya the model Shout out Come on man uh, I just felt like His character was weak I'm sorry His character was weak We had no reason To even root for him His girl was cool You know what I'm saying I guess Cause she was just A boss ass chick Literally carrying this man Feel me Then you had I'm not gonna get into it Too deep Biggest issue Was the way that it ended with the the Black Lives Matter ending okay, is what i was saying. Okay, hold I'll on, say. wait. You have to say what happened because I don't understand. I, people keep saying this, and I don't I don't understand. Basically, long story short, the dude says Candyman three times with his girl in the in a TV, right? And then basically, if you say Candyman five times, say his name, he'll and I promise a, that you'll see Candyman. Yeah, he'll appear in the mirror, and he can literally kill you. But like you can only. we did not him. talk about. We have to talk about that. But when we we'll finish this. Right. Right, uh, yeah, you can only see Candyman in reflection. So it was like some, it was some dope scenes where, of course, you got people who are like, oh, let's let's the the girls in the bathroom said it, like the people at the art exhibit said it, like it's cool. But the the black dude Yaya, in the movie eventually is turning into Candyman. This man gets stung by a bee right here, and then he just keeps itching his his hand, and his hand is just literally deteriorating. Remember that dude on a. Game of Thrones got touched by the Stoneman, uh uh uh-huh. and then his arm started slow, slowly like turning into that. It's yeah. kind of like that. But you know, Candyman got a hook for arm, so I immediately was like, "Oh, he's gonna." As Soon as he got stung, was like, "Ah!" And let me tell you, I've never seen anybody get stung by a bee like the, so calm like that. Like, the bee landed on his hand. He was like, <laughs> "We was like, yo, I would be, gotta be tripping. Look at that bee." <laughs> then it stung him. He was like, "Ah." We was like, nigga, you got stung by a murder hornet. Did you see that, Joe? <laughs> but look, all of a sudden his hands started deteriorating. I immediately was like, okay, so Candyman has a hook. He's getting ready to be Candyman. So, like, he looks in the mirror. He starts seeing Candyman as his reflection. He, he turns into Candyman towards the end It's some bullshit that you got to get through. Bottom line, he says Candyman three times. You say I'm not going to explain the whole plot because I'm not trying to talk about it for 10 minutes. Bottom line, he becomes Candyman, but gets to a point where he knows he's not Candyman, and he's kind of like, he fell in his wife's arms at the end. I'm just going to tell you at the end. Fuck it. Let's go his, forward like 10 minutes if you don't want to. Four more minutes. <laughs> he fell in his wife's arms. Because I got follow-up questions. Okay. Fell in his wife's arms, and she's like, no, 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 help is on the way, help is on the way, help is on the way, hold up. She don't call, die, don't die. She, she called like a what, an ambulance for him? Nah, you could just hear the sirens coming. And apparently, because Candyman had that reputation within the community, I'm guessing this is the angle that they that they decided to take. But the cop busts the door in, and as soon as she looks up, they start, they start firing, and it's like a dramatic bomb, 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 And she's standing there and the screen goes silent and she's holding them like, I can't believe you did this type shit. Right? They bring her out out the joint in cuffs put her in the back seat. The cop literally tells her, yeah, so, you know, Jones didn't have to discharge his weapon if he didn't see that that weapon on on your, your man. And if your man didn't charge him, he would have never fired. That's the story you, you saw, right? Otherwise, you're an accomplice and you'll go to jail the rest of your life. And I'm like, hold up. Am I watching a Black Messiah or Candyman like, how did this story about this dude? Like, why do? Why can we not just do the black scary movie thing? You know what I mean? Like, even in the movie, he's he's an artist, but look, he's talking about making art for you know under under. I'm trying to put my art with. I'm trying to do something for you know underprivileged. But it's like, why? Why you can't just be an artist for real? Like, why we always gotta go towards struggle? You know what I mean? Like, and then and then it's in a time mm. where. Like, you had this white lady who was talking about gentrification. So they're talking about gentrification. He's like, well, You know what gentrification really is? It's, it's like, All right, all right, now we got to have a gentrification level lesson <laughs> in this bitch. Like, then it's like this man gets killed by the cops at the end. And then it's like, What the fuck? And then I, can, I can admit, he turns into Candyman and in kills the cops. So I get it. Damn. But, like, he gets, his, like, I guess she says Candyman in the rearview mirror five times. And the cops are like, What are you saying? Why are you saying that? Oh, so I, whatever. Bottom line, I just don't like how we always have to incorporate our our trauma. It's another why in Candyman did did we have to end it that way? But they said that didn't they say that something something like that happened in the first Candyman? Now the origin story of, of the real Candyman, uh, if if the movie was correct, I haven't seen Candyman since I was a little dude. The real candyman was actually in the end too. It was dope. But it didn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. But the origin of the story was that there was this dude who was giving away candy and then there was a blade found in this girl's uh, uh-huh. Halloween candy and they blamed it on that dude and the cops went in and killed him, like wrongfully. That's already our, you know what I'm saying? I just felt, I don't know. I'm just get sick of, I get sick of movies like that. I just felt like the movie was all over the place. You're never really running from Candyman. There's never really an impact for Candyman. Is it scary? Like, It's not even really scary, no. You could watch that joint right now and you'd just be like, oh, all right. It's not scary. It's more of like a thriller. But like, that's the thing. I, I think about movies like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? We know that you got some fucked up people because you got the uncle that was fucked up. You got the people in the house that was fucked up, the weird people around. But the villain that we got to run from is this nigga with a big-ass chainsaw and a mask on, and it's like, yo, we have to get away from him. Regardless of his environment, like, we got to get away from that. I felt like Candyman, it was all like, it was this big build-up to nothing. They kept trying to reveal who, they spent the whole movie trying to explain who Candyman is. And then once we finally get Candyman, the movie's over. It's not like people, not that it needed to be, but that's essentially why it wasn't scary. Because you're just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on the whole time. I knew Terrence was going to have a hot take for Candyman. And somebody, shout out to whoever asked me on Twitter, they was like, I really want to know what y'all think about it. Put in the comments uh, what you thought about it. Hit us up on Twitter or wherever and let us know what you thought about the movie. Honestly. I I wish I could do like a more of an in-depth Yeah. And it honestly comes back to the art at the end of the day. The art, always, this conversation is all about the art, man. Like when you a cinephile, and like me and Terrence have, we both went to school and studied film, and so you appreciate a good movie. Nobody wants to. The movies have become a place to where you can get a message across or what you're trying to sell in 2021, as opposed to you making a piece that will stand the test of a period. Because like, there's a big difference. In like if you look at "Do the Right Thing." by Spike Lee, Mm -hmm. you can say, hey, what happened in that movie is just like what happened to this person, that person, that person. You know, this person is just like Radio Raheem. That situation, it's the same. But, you could tell Spike made that movie and wrote that story, and it was a story. Even if he did it based on what happened to uh, whoever, uh, whoever, Mm -hmm. what happened back then. Um, Mm -hmm. But, it's like people are not making films as art anymore and that's what they really are. It's a piece of art. You look at a story like... um. You uh, What's a good movie that came up? Look at Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Come, look at all Wes Anderson's work. And we can do something like that. We could do some shit. That's... Because it's art. These movies ain't gonna get nominated for no Oscars. Yeah. And the only movies by us that get nominated for Oscars are the ones where there's a bunch of trauma in it or a setback in the day. And I think people are now trying to get... People are either trying to get there or and that's what I don't like. It. I'm sorry, man. I'm just done with I'm I'm so done with the movies we got coming out. Oh, we, look, y'all, we're looking forward to the Emmett Till. Jesus Christ. Alright, no man. bullshit. And you know what? We don't only talk about stuff like this. Like if you want, put in the comments or hit us up on Twitter. Let us know if you want us to do something that's specific to like movies and TV. Because I was just talking to I was just I was just talking, I don't know if you saw, but the the new Wes Anderson work that's coming out, the new Leo film that's coming. There's so much shit to talk about. Um, None of those are black. I mean, I'm not saying... That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. It goes further than just that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Like, well, just film, as in, film in general. Um, but I did want to talk about Candyman, which is Kendrick. One of the things I was saying is that... And I was going to tell you this, just to get back to that, because Kendrick definitely has a project coming. Kendrick, this, this Didn't is only, we already talk about Kendrick? We never talked about the Baby Keem. That Baby Keem came out that Friday after we put out the, uh, after, we put out the after, we, after the podcast came out. Yeah. All I was going to say, and this is what I was going to tell you um, earlier, but I, I didn't tell you. All I was going to say is Drake is like, if you've seen The Wire, Drake is like Marlowe. Drake is the young dude that doesn't give a fuck. Kendrick is like Omar, though, to where he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. And so this whole shit between Kanye and Drake, if Kendrick was to drop, it has to be a good album, though. It don't even matter, though. If Kendrick was to drop the same day as Drake, it would definitely splash. He would make a huge splash. He would definitely affect, affect Drake's numbers. But like niggas are saying on the internet, it's all about if these niggas drop good projects and people go back to him. Now, do you think Donda has replay value? I do. I do. I I, I can tell about it. I think it has songs that I never want to hear again because they are so impactful. And I think it has songs that I 100% will go back and play. I've already went back and played it. That's why. You're right. And you know what? If I can go, if I listen to an album that night and then the next day when I get in my car, I'm playing, trying to go play something from that album. That's when I can tell that something has a little bit more of an effect on me than something else. Mm Mm-hmm. Kendrick could drop in and we'll see. But who knows what this nigga's about to do? Who knows, man? The baby King joint coming out with him though gives niggas hope that he's gonna drop this year. And I think he will drop this year. Yeah, because they said Kendrick getting Kendrick is gearing up to be back in the light, in in the limelight again. And I don't know what this PF Lang thing is that he got going on. I don't know what the hell if it it's P. a clothing line. You ain't see the P. F. Lang fly he, P. remember him and and Dave Dave Free came out with that that thing. Everybody was going to it and we didn't really know there was a website a couple months ago. I missed I don't that. Know. I think that might be his his label. Yeah. But hot seat question for you. Okay. You got a girl, right? Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yes. What would you do if she was like, yo, she was trying to? What if she was trying to? What if, was trying to what if she was trying to invite somebody with y'all? Like who? Like another chick? Where? With y'all. Where? Like she wants to, it'd be you, her. Oh, you mean like a, like a threesome? Yeah. She wants to do it? The girl say she want to do it. If she say she want to do it a person, number one, I got to see <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Terrell. Go ahead. I'll have to see the chick. She fine. She fine. All right, bet. Yeah, so like, yeah. I mean, that's so what you. So you would do it? I, this is my thing. I'm too, I'm too decorated of a nigga. Number one, oh my God, I have to give myself that stripe. I would instantly think, all right, bet. So is this shit a setup? <laughs> Terrell, you are not decorated at all. I am decorated. I've been in this game too long. Is this a setup? Like, why is this out of nowhere? No, I'm just saying your girl just said that. It. It's not out of nowhere thing. think. Like, she just just expressed interest. I'm just trying to see if you all would right, actually. Yeah, I would do it, yeah. You would do that? I ain't, right, yeah. Wow. I have no issue with it. What are you wowing for, nigga? You wouldn't do it? Would you ask her to do that? See, that's the thing. I don't even know how I would ask, and I would need to talk to an OG maybe, or somebody yeah. a little older. I don't even know how I would ask a girl about doing a threesome. I've never really thought about it because I'm like a, I'm kind of a softie, so I'm kind of like a a passionate dude. Yeah. Like me and the, and the one. I don't look at women as objects. So I'm not thinking, oh, bet I could fuck both of these girls. Right. With me, it's all passion, bro. So it's, pause, because this is a, I shouldn't be talking to you about this, but whatever. Uh, but niggas are comfortable. <laughs> Y'all niggas can't even have combos. So oh. I was riding there one day, poles, and got on top, Paul's. <laughs> you have to. Now look, I'm talking about going somewhere in my car. Y'all niggas can't even get away. But you're right. But I don't even know how I would ask a girl about a threesome, bro. Like, how do you say, yo, would you ever do a threesome? Because then I always thought if I even bring it up, it's gonna be a girl that's thinking, okay, you got somebody that you nah, trying to do a threesome you. with. Nah, she going to ask you. That's what you want to do? Nah, I would just ask. And you got to get that. Nah, I would just. But don't you implant this idea now in her head that. If you just come out to cut like, you know, I was thinking like. What what's, you, you, what's your view? Like, how if y'all but, was just really having a conversation around like sex or something like that. And then that comes up. Then that's one thing. Okay, that's way different. By the way, why the fuck you asked me this? I only asked you because I wanted to see if you was going to say yeah. What would you say? Nah. You wouldn't do a threesome with your girl? Not with my girl. I would go to DR and have a threesome. You know what I'm saying? I would have a threesome with two random chicks. I wouldn't want to be my this I was trying want, to be the AIDS, you know the why? STD nah, founder. No, nah, nah, I wouldn't want to I just wouldn't want to One. I don't want I don't want to fucking ever join in front of my girl. Like that I don't care what nobody say. That's going to fuck your girl up. I just don't nah, unless Tams, you got to There's boundaries. There's boundaries to this threesome shit. You can't fuck the girl in a threesome. She could top you. You could go down on her. What? But you cannot fuck that drink, Bro, come on, bro. We're adults. This is an adult podcast. Hold up. If- this is an adult podcast. Terrence, you don't know about that? I've heard, but that's not a, that to me, what, what that's not a, that isn't 100% how it works, Terrence. Anybody that does threesome will tell you, if you're in a relationship, Everybody you can't fuck the girl. All right, bet. That's exactly why I don't want to do this shit then. I don't want to have her... get some... I mean, bro, nah, bro, you tripping. Not with your girl. Oh, what if your girl and the other girl... So what if you don't know both them joints, then you can do whatever fuck you want. Like, the fuck? you going to have rules? and Why are we even doing this if I got rules? Nah, and no it's way. It's because it's no not way. about... i not doing that your shit. wife. Y'all just on some... You know. Now, look, let me just tell you. Y'all using her <laughs> like the edge of the of bed. <laughs> conversa- I'm staying out <laughs> this conversation because... Well... So y'all gonna basically use her like a tool? No. You don't wanna be on some T.I. and tiny shit. That's why I'm saying, like... What but what shit? I'm saying is, like, if if your girl invites another girl for a threesome... And if we just... We're adults. having a conversation. <laughs> so you gotta keep throwing up <laughs> a blanket. Go ahead. <laughs> but if your girl invites another girl for a threesome, then the girl is more so an accessory, for lack of better terms. The extra girl is like an accessory to y'all Ooh. love making. It's like an explorative night. You don't get to fuck the girl, but... You could go down on the girl, or maybe she could go down on you, or your girl could do it, and you. It's like I would never do you're that. You're not pleasuring the girl. I wouldn't do She's it. She's really there for your girl. This is the thing. Men would never ever do this with another man. Hell nah. You, would not, you wouldn't want no other other man fuck your girl. Nah. And I wouldn't even want this nigga in a room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you do have another chick, it's because your girl is more explorative. And I guarantee you, she's going to be the one that's that's really. I, I honestly, think, sure, I don't ever think girls are setting that up, I, bro. I honestly think threesomes are more so. For, and when you're in a relationship, I think it's more so for the girl than I 100 percent disagree. I think in most cases, the girl's boyfriend says, would you do a threesome? And since she's trying to please him, she just say, fuck it, I guess. I do not I think know. You got that chicks does, out here there, saying "Hey, I want to have a threesome. With hey, another girl. Well, that Unless does, you had a girl that was with uh, other girls or some shit like that. But, but, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Both of those things that you just said are 100% right. Right. But I just feel like the guys that be, if you try to have a threesome with your girl, and you're trying to fuck the other girl, and you're like, why do I have rules? You shouldn't even be in a relationship, bro. Because obviously you're just trying to fuck other women. Nah, I'm just not trying to have another join up in this joint that can only do specific things. Fuck that. Hell no, I'm not doing that. So you want to fuck the other girl? This is an adult. Nah, I, can't. Just We're I just, I just be hit, keep hitting my joint and it's whatever. Like we, it's, it's just us too. Like, but you just said I asked you if you would do it, nigga. With the Nah, fuck? you said if I can't, if I got rules, Terrell, because I'm not about to have another. I'm not about to. If we do do it, oh, but you can't even really touch it. Like, how you even know what you can and can't do? Oh, oh no, not none of that. Oh no, we not doing this then. <laughs> I'm not doing this. That's like somebody saying, you know what? <laughs> That's <laughs> like telling somebody telling you, I don't even know. Like, it's like don't invite me if if it's gonna be rules. You know what I'm saying? Hold up, you can't sit down in here. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm what's out. the rules? Why? Yeah. Like, why was I? Invite- you know what? In the spirit of certified lover boy, let's just have this conversation about some more of this shit. But So I'm gonna ask you a question. That uh, Gigi asked me. The answers no Look. If your girl only wore granny panties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would you tell her that you didn't like it? 100. But how? Yo, why you keep wearing granny panties every night? You can't do that, baby. I know, I know, I know. But because when I, look, cause we did the conversation, and she like, you know what she said? What? She was like, uh, I just don't like those. I was like, cause I try to play off, because she was like, How would you tell me? And I was like. Well, I would probably say, you know, let's, I said, I would just take you to Victoria's Secret and be like, bet, shopping spree type shit. And I would like, you know, maybe yeah. make it, I don't know. She was like, okay, so you pick I up. I really <laughs> wouldn't answer <laughs> like that. I just did it on purpose. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. But I was like, so we could just, you know, I said, I would just make, make suggestions. Yeah. And she was like, what if you pick out something? And I'm like, oh, I don't like that cut. This is the only cut that I can wear. This is the only cut. I, I, this is the, I, no I like way. these. No way. You know I said I about. would have to just keep it 100 with you. <laughs> I would tell her ass straight up. I mean, it's whatever. If she don't fuck with it, then, then whatever. Fellas. But you too. Nah, this is what you got to do, though. You, I'm not going to say you have to be upfront, front, but when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, you could just say it. I mean, I don't think that would hurt her feelings. You know damn well what's out in this world. That's like you only wearing tidy whiteies. Your girl would be like, yo, you don't ever want to wear briefs? Like, you never wanted to wear briefs or anything like that? Your girl could ask you that, and you will be like, I mean, I thought you wouldn't get in your feelings and be like, wow, she doesn't like my undies. Fuck it. Oh, damn. Well, you know, this is just what I wear. Your girl could be like, man, you need to get some briefs. You need to get some boxes. Yo, like I your girl would went through you. that. I went through that in 2017. Yeah, like, why you keep wearing these dusty ass? Bro, trust me. Quick story time. I was in a dre- dressing room with a joint. Number one, the most intimidating shit ever. I just started talking to this chick. She came with me to the mall. I was like, I'm gonna try on these pants. Right? Yeah. I had like three pairs of jeans. She was like, I'm coming in the dressing room with you. Number one, this is a brand new chick. So, you know, your, your Jonah's all right. like, what she say? What she say? Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I had on these. Oh, bobs- wait, she's getting closer. Oh, shit, oh. She's touching <laughs> your leg. You'd be having to tell your joint, chill, nigga, chill. <laughs> Bro. But, I hit on these boxes, like an old pair of boxes. Didn't even think about it. Yeah. Right? I know you didn't. You, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Normally. But, will be walking around with the boxes with the hole in it, and I'll be like, nigga, why you got those on? He'd be like, I'm in the house. I'm in the why house. You nigga, why you need to watch me walk around the house? I'm not. I'm just This like, is why you need to get your own space. <laughs> You can't even... Terrence would judge But this you, high you know, know note, this niggas say, so. like, fuck it, I'm just going to the mall. Mo- I'm just going to the mall, fuck it. But look, I have these boxes. i going to Fruit of the Looms. Bro, listen. <laughs> I have these boxes, them, these, these older boxes. Yeah. And it was kind of loose. Because, you know, I was super... Like, I'm, I'm a skinny dude now still. But back then, I was, like, still bony. You know what I'm saying? That was before I started my workout journey. Right. Which I also stopped in. <laughs> <laughs> but... Bro, she was like, oh, my God, why do you have one of those boxes like that? You got. We need to get you some boxes that fit. Straight up told me just like that. Damn. And I was like, damn, like, all right, bet, bet. I was like, yeah, uh, whatever. I don't know. I just kept trying on the jeans, but she kept it all the way 100. But women can do that. You can't do that to your girl. And you can say, fellas, you need to just tell her. But, bro, nah. don't get these niggas in trouble. I wouldn't say that. Just say shit out in the in a open span like yo why you keep wearing this like it's an issue but I feel like you can just be you can keep an eye on it I don't think you should ask why you keep drinking like somebody keep drinking beer like why you keep drinking beer yo why you only only drink beer like that's the only drink you like that make it look like you have a problem with the beer I think if you say stuff like yo you never wanted to like drink like you, you sure you didn't want to just like get a water sometimes like that's you the same, a, same. Nah, but I'm showing the interest in the other stuff and not the so, disinterest in what you got. So like, you're providing an alternative as opposed to just not agreeing. Because, I mean, honestly, in that situation, you're going to take an L anyway. That's why I just take the clean, clean up front L. Because you'll take an L trying to explain some shit. Then you just got to come out and say the shit. When you really should have just came out, and you really could have just came out and said it in the first place, you know. Right. Because you, your girl gonna hit you with the what you trying to say. I mean, what exactly? I mean, what are you trying to say? And now you're like, well, I'm not saying that. i You are yeah, saying now that. You gotta <laughs> walk it back. Yeah, yeah. You know, see, that's the that's what was happening to me. Honestly, it, and we it, had a mock conversation, I, It wasn't a real one. I would say I had some. I've definitely taken some L's with how upfront I am, but I just feel like you're a tourist. You're gonna if I don't think it's an issue. It's not like why the fuck do you keep cutting me off type shit, or why I have an issue I have an issue with you type shit. I just think you could just be honest and just be upfront, or like don't I wouldn't tuck it. Yep, honesty. You know I got that quote that I made. Honesty is medicine. Don't always taste good, but that shit make you better. Damn. I wrote that motherfucker down myself. You I got a feeling like that talking. shit is already, already out there. It ain't out there. Trust me. That was mine. Put Dash Terrell Mallory when you post it. But certified little boy shit. If your girl. Oh, somebody asked me something. Was it tips? Oh. Uh, the dude said uh, mistakes to avoid when dating a new chick. And I said that was perfect for you perfect for something me. that you would just yeah because you know you like to give it every time i tell you something you say you're doing this wrong you need the xyz so i said, better i'm gonna I'm pose this question to you you talking to a new shorty what's something that you think guys should avoid doing or what you should avoid yeah and honestly this is a question for the ladies they the ones that know for sure, of course, but, yeah, you but know, for just fellas? for the sake of a young dude coming to you know somebody like you. I think he's younger, so. Stop going out with a girl and thinking about how this about to be your girl and just go out with her and think about it just me and your homie. And just don't go out and act like you got to hold the door every wi- I mean, not not saying- Hold not saying, on. Hold on wait, wait, don't but walk saying, niggas out of chivalry. I'm not trying to walk them out of chivalry, but I'm saying don't think about it too much. Don't think about this being an opportunity to fuck. It depends on how much you fuck with a girl, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you really just trying to nail some shit, then you know how to move. But I feel like if you're talking to a new joint and you really fuck with her, I, I think it's it's important that you be yourself, one, because mm-hmm. you don't want to have to live up to this image that you might throw out there that's bullshit. You don't want to try to seem like a nigga that's creative, that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a creator. I like, you know, I'm... I'm a singer. I, I like to. You don't want to have to live up to all of that shit if it's not true. You don't want to create oh, a fake yeah, ass sure. image of who you are if that's not you. If she don't fuck with the real you, whatever. I think tips, things to things to avoid. That's actually no, but that's actually a really good tip. When you said treat the girl like it's your homie to start, I think um, the best relationships start that way where. If you playing too much offense, like, you try and be too... And that's what I meant. Like, stop saying, oh, yeah, you know, you just beautiful. Yeah, you know, you look so good. Like, yo, yo, bro. Exactly, bro. And honestly, nowadays, like, I don't know if you've seen that girl was talking about it. She was like, this is what my DMs are like after I post. Yeah. Oh, all and of the... It was so many DMs. And it's like, yo, this is actually kind of, like, overwhelming. Yeah. If you think about it. And you know how niggas do. Mm-hmm. So they might say something... They might put, you might get eight niggas that say hard ey- that put hard eyes or say whatever. And then they all are on that. So what's up with you, train, right after the thank you? Or yeah, well, right. some people get mad when you leave them on red. Then you don't want to. The girl was like, I don't be, be wanting to read the messages because if they leave it on red, then some people get mad. So not is built for that. But I say all that to say, she heard it already, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's already heard that shit. Yeah, you just uh, got to be a genuine dude. Yeah, pretty girls know that they pretty. You don't got to keep reminding them that or don't. Like I said, like, you just a nigga that's there. I think what you things to avoid, don't be shitty with your communication because if you got a girl attention, it is like having the attention of, like, a celebrity on the red carpet. Like, hey, yo, can I ask you a question real quick? You know for a fact that you have a split? You know how they tell you about your pitch? Like an elevator pitch and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you gotta have that mentality because I feel like one thing that I used to do is you start talking to somebody new, and then I don't know what it is, but you start feeling this 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 vibe like yo, I'm not about to respond too quick. I might have just not, you know, you kind of like ease off for some reason. Mm-hmm. Don't ease off, don't ease off if you really if you really fucking with her. Don't be afraid to have her go two hours MIA, but then as soon as she hit you, you hit her back. Right. And then I would say, play the play the game that she play. Like, don't be the guy. I would say avoid being the guy that, she, um, I think one of the most, the biggest lessons that I ever learned was from Christina Milian in um, Little Don't Cost a Thing, where she was like, make like you don't meet, need me. Like, you don't need any girl. I don't, I'm not saying be an asshole like that. But all of the, if she's not texting you back in 30 seconds, yeah. and she texts you back every other hour, you need to be kind of on that same wave. But number one, don't rely on text. Try to get that FaceTime phone call and then really, I think you really gotta nail it there. Yeah. But I'm just saying, give the energy that she's giving. Don't be the, you can't be the, the dude that's. Well, you know what? Maybe that's not a good. Maybe that's not a good. good I mean, it's a two way street because because if you don't, if you play the, if you play back too much, then you might and get it. That's, no that's the miss. That's the miss right there. That everybody. That's what everybody miss. And there's nothing we, that we can do because you don't know what type of vibe that that girl got. You yeah. don't know if you want to be super aggressive and she'll be like, "Wow, at least I got somebody who's showing effort." Right. Showing effort that I fuck with. Cause think about it. It's going It could be plenty of niggas that show effort. Plenty right. of niggas that's ready to text that joint. But I feel like if she texting you, I guess you are right. You definitely got to read the room. If you asked her to text, you know what I'm saying? You can't keep her energy. And you know what, in 2021, we got a next texting as a as a starting point as a starting, no, point, to, no, as a starting point to talking. Oh yeah, for sure. We have to. If you try to talk to a new girl, you say, "Let me, I'm gonna get your number," right? Let's say let's say you walk up to a chick at the mall, or whatever. Or let's say you book you book a girl, or whatever. If you try and text that's gonna go nowhere, bro. I've booked the girl before. No matter of fact, I had this girl book me at work. Yes. I wasn't really interested. Honestly, that was like kind of a little bit of a sexual harassment. But that's a long story. Bottom line, she came to me and was like, "Uh, you real handsome or something like that." This girl that was doing a pickup. Dude. I'm trying to complete the pickup in the back. So it's like one of them back house drinks Yes. And so she was like, "So you gonna give me your number?" And I was like. Uh, sure. Chicks trash at going. Gave going her my, my number, it. right? She hit me as soon as she got in the car. Yes. And then I wasn't really texting back. She was like, wow, I, I can see where this is going to be. And I was just like. I'm at work. Like, you just left me in. You the- can't do this. But it made me think, like, how the tables turn a little bit. Yeah. Where you book a girl and I, I can imagine with a girl that's getting that 30 times a day. You know what I'm saying? And so I had a little sympathy. That is it right there, though. So I think if you manage to get in and be like, yo, I'm trying to get your number, I'm trying to text you or whatever, and you, and she lets you do that, then you kind of, you got to take it like a privilege in a way. Mm-hmm. And you got to, like, like, out of all the niggas that could, that are hitting her up, she actually fucks with you enough to let her, let you text her. Nah, T, but this is what you got to think about, too. These girls are giving their numbers out more because of their, their fear, there's still fear there. But I'd be like on on a, IG type shit. On IG, okay, that's different. I'm talking about more so if you meet somebody in person. Oh, okay, yeah. Because do you know what you know what people do now? They'll ask you for your number, see you got an option. Yeah, but Terrell, we're not talking about that. We talking about if you talk start talking to a new girl. No, I'm just, talking about it. No, if, I'm just saying you said it's a privilege if you can text a chick. I'm being like no, that's, I'm saying it's if, different if if you I can, can g- get the number easy nowadays. Because of that fear. Most girls are like, just give you a chance to you You're talking about text fear of like up front, but like I'm, no, you you talking about Instagram or, and stuff like that, that's I'm, different. I'm, talking I'm about just saying if you person. get a girl number and and it's legit, not every, not every girl is giving numbers away because they're scared, you know what I'm saying? I do get that that happens, but I'm saying if you get the girl number and she's giving you a little bit of play, you need to be like, all right, bet, like this is, okay, no, yeah, I get you. And what I'm saying is you can't try to be Nick Cannon from Love Don't Cost a Thing and Try not to make try to make it seem like you don't need her when you got lucky enough to get where you is. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's how you gonna you're gonna fuck around and drop the bag. Honestly, that is like a that's a two way street. It really is. I think I can't really give a nigga advice on how to talk on on things to avoid. Because there's not necessarily anything to avoid besides just like messiness, like Mm -hmm. or no, unorganized. Don't talk too much. Ask her questions. Don't talk about yourself too much. It's like don't talk too much, but you need to talk a lot though. You do, but it's a difference when you talking a lot. Don't talk about yourself too much. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't talk about yourself too much. Like, and you got of course, girls definitely want you to talk about yourself. Like, see how it's like. No, 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 no. Don't right talk there. about yourself, but girls actually want to hear you talk about yourself. <laughs> I did mean too much. Where it's like, damn, this nigga still talking about his whatever. Like, yes. show that you actually give a fuck about. I think in short, just be yourself. If you talk a lot, get there and then talk a lot. If you are a quiet, shy person, I'm not saying get there and be shy, but don't. I think it's the most important part is not trying to... Act or be a certain way that you're not. You got an obnoxious laugh. Show them your obnoxious laugh. Like, this is just how I laugh. That shit going to you know come out saying? one day anyway. Yeah. It's going to come out. You know what I mean? Even, like, if you got little jokes that you tell, if you got little things, like, you got to see if this person's going to fuck with the real you. Because let me tell you, it ain't nothing worse than when you think a joint fuck with you and then she get to know you and then leave. Real ones have all been through that. When oh, you yeah, start fucking with a joint and then she just stop fucking with you. And it seems like after you, she got to know the real you. And you sitting there wondering what the hell did I do? Nigga sitting there with his boxes on with the game head set on, sick. <laughs> <laughs> sick playing the game, wondering where the fuck she at. Trust me, we all been there. But yeah, man. Um, damn. I felt like we gave shitty advice. I for don't some, think that's some good that's a good comment. That's more so a conversation. Yeah. I wish I could prepare more though. If I could prepare more for a question like that, I can give better advice. Yeah, I can't put you on the spot. Hot seat. Hot seat. Another hot seat question. Your girl walks into a restaurant. I mean, you go to a cookout with your girl, right? Mm-hmm. It's your family. Mm-hmm. Right? Food o- The food's over there. Yep. What's up? She hungry. You and your girl hungry. Do I'm you expect li- your girl to go and fix your plate? 100% no. Or do you go and fix her plate? I am such a person that hates awkward situations for both myself and other people. Yeah. Not even thinking about the hierarchy of the family or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since it's my family, yeah. I'm gonna go and make us both a plate. Not necessarily like you wait right here and make a plate, but I would want you to be with me. Like I'm gonna make my plate and I'm gonna have you right here and I'm gonna make sure you get everything. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I'm gonna be with you. Like I, I will, cause I want you to still, because number one, I wouldn't want you to just sit over here while I fix the place and now you're just sitting over here, number one, unless you know my family. Now this thing, if this is my girl and it's with my girl for a minute, yeah, then and she knows my family, like let's say she's with Candace or she's talking to my or whatever, I will 100 percent make you a plate. And me a plate. If my family cooks. You would never expect her to make you a plate though. <gasps> oh, it's all situational. What am I doing? If I'm clearly like if I'm playing uh, cornhole or Nah, and you just got there. Y'all both ready to eat. You're sitting there. She's sitting there. I've would. i I've never been that person, bro. Me neither. I'm not saying that you should be. Now, this is what I will tell you, though. If I go with you to your family's thing, and I don't really know anybody. Yeah. Like, if I go with you, you go with your girl to your girl's family thing. Yeah. Do you make your own plate then? I attempt to, but I do kind of want her to show me how they do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, kind of lead me I would be like you ready to eat and then when she I'm right behind her type shit yeah. and then when I get comfortable enough and I felt like that same way too like it's too you street. should you should make your Nah, y'all should just both make your own place for now if you don't know each other right and I think making the place is situational because yeah. like when y'all have a kid let's say you got to change diaper and then she then of course they can make you can make both plates or I don't know I just think if it's your side of the family and she don't know nobody I uh, I think she should. I think y'all should make the place together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you be like, yo, let's time. go. Yo, let's go eat, and she can get in front of you or behind you, and you could be like, this is this, this is that. You could try this, but like, you don't. You know what I wouldn't want? I wouldn't want my. I wouldn't want to go to my girl family joint, and then she just make me a big ass plate, and then what if I don't like something? Now you look like the nigga that that's came and wasting our food. Look at me. Our food, he too good for our food. You know how people think? You, you ate, ate already wild before. Wild food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can offend. You 100% right. That's and another love, thing But the other, other side, you would... Same thing? Well, I guess you say the same. Other side, I just felt like if we both go up together, then that's one thing. But look, like you said, if we establish, I think, yeah, like you said, it's a two-way street. I, I could make... I would make my girl play or... Mm-hmm. Some niggas want their girl to make their play. And you know what? I'm not really mad at that. Yeah. And you know what? There's a such thing as like too much... Not too much chivalry, but, yeah. like, you can't hold every... That's one thing I learned. Like, you can't hold every door. You yeah. can get the ones you can get, right? And I try to get the car door as much as I can because you know, niggas don't do that. But even then, sometimes they just want to get in. They don't want to have to wait for you to come around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck that. So sometimes... If you're not dead first or if they already are going in, don't be like, wait, 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 wait. Fellas, if you start (laughs) opening... Fellas, just start opening the door for your girl and watch how she start acting. Your girl start waiting for that shit, though. That's true. That's a fact. Your girl will start walking to the car just slow. And you're like, why she not even getting (laughs) in that job? And she looking at you and then you walk on that side and Mm -hmm. that's just what it is. And some people require it. And I'm not mad at the women that require it. I've dated a girl before that was like, if you don't open my door, I'm not talking to you. And it's not that she was a bitch or anything like that. But that's just what she required. I like that though. Live on that standard, cause bet. Somebody's gonna meet it. Somebody will meet it. Well, I had some other certified level boy shit in here, but I'm done with it. Oh, somebody asked about creative burnt out burnouts. And I definitely want to talk about that. He was like, um, what do you do when you get exhausted with your creative work? Like, he was like, I've been working on I've been working in my craft. Yeah. And damn, I wish I could find what he said, but he basically was saying that, uh, how do you get rest and still and work and still be able to be creative? Yeah. And this is for the person that don't necessarily, yeah, do their creativity maybe for their job, or they might be young and they do, but they are still getting either some like a it could be a writer's block or a creative block or I don't. Yeah, I think. Um, your best work is going to come out when you're in it. like So, like, I mean, when you're able to give your true self to your work, then it, I feel like it becomes more genuine. Meaning, if you were a writer, one of my favorite writers and directors is Quentin Tarantino, of course. One of the things he always talks about is how it don't matter what I'm going through in my life, it has to find its way into what I'm making. So if my if I got a headache... The entire time I'm writing this, most likely one of my characters that I'm writing is going to have a headache. And I only say this to say, if you're that person that's struggling to find creative a creative switch and to get that creativity switch turned back on and you just kind of feel kind of dry, trust me, we all get there. I think you got to seek, if you're working every day, you got to seek, you know what I'm saying... You gotta try, try to find some type of inspiration from your everyday to get you back going. Whether that be from your job, whether it be from the people that you hang around. But it's almost like if you're a person that makes music, if you're somebody that makes music and you get into a music funk, I feel like you should switch up the music you're listening to. Yeah, change up your norm. They say they say you're not tired, you uninspired. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think you're right. It's more so. Ch- Challenge your reality, challenge your reality or what you, what you look at every day. Yeah. If you do the same things over and over, and a lot of times when you're working or you're going to school, you could get into that thing of I gotta go to work, I gotta go to school. and When I get out of school, I gotta study. I got and there's no time for. And I think it's it's important to understand how much of it you can do. Yeah. I always used to. I was telling the tenants I beat myself up because you be feeling like oh I wasn't telling you this. I was telling somebody else this. But you feel like i have to be doing something yeah. every day. Like I was telling them, uh, I was telling Gigi. I was like, when I was working, on my off days, I knew I was off. Yeah. Now that I'm doing this full time, every day is like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. And it don't have to. That's just me telling myself that. Yeah. So I think it's find like a rhythm to where, all right, bet, I do my creative t- work this. And don't put that. Unfair pressure on yourself. Because then you will create a block. Ah, but then there's also times where your creativity is just not there. Like, you, what if yeah. you create that block and when you get there, it's like, damn, I, I don't know. what I, don't, I can't think. Oh, yeah. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said your creativity, like the sun, like, your creativity is just like the sun where it'll go behind a cloud. Sometimes it can go behind a cloud for about 15 minutes. Sometimes it could be gone for the entire day. Week. Week. It rained all day today. We haven't seen the sun all day. Yep. So, my thing is, like, with creativity... You got to go out and find it. It's not just going to come to you like, like it's not Mm going to come to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes you can move around the cloud. Some of the dopest shit that we've done for this channel and for the podcast has come to me when I was listening or doing some, listening to something, watching something. I feel like if you're a filmmaker and you need inspiration for movies, you should watch more movies. Yeah. I feel like if you're a musician and you haven't struggle and you're struggling with creativity, you should listen to more music. you're a writer and you're struggling with creativity where you you need to read more stories or read something outside of what you always look into because that is literally where we get our inspiration from yeah. everything that you were ever inspired by you got from, you were inspired by from somebody else you know what I mean yeah whether it was music art. You saw somebody else's and it inspired you to do your own. Yep. So keep looking at the other examples out there. You put that window up where you're not looking at shit. You just try to focus on me. And then you lo- And when you lose your way, you kind of got to go and get that back. And it's not that you're stealing right. or copying. but yep. Art imitates art. Art imitates art. And I got a follow-up question for you that was from somebody else in the same realm. They said, "How do you have the confidence not to care about people's opinion on your content, especially your family?" And I think, well, I want to see what you say about that. Mm, Go ahead, Terrell, on that. I would say, um, if you, you have to love what you do. You have to love your craft, and you got to understand your craft when your family don't do. not though. is true, but then again, bro, no. You can't let nobody change what you feel is meant for you. only person that can change that is you. Right. There's so many people that have changed. I'll, I'll use the example of people that go to college. You go to college with something, and you change your major, and people will start and say, why are you looking at my hair like that? Some, I fucked it up? No, nah, I, I don't know. You got a fresh lineup. Okay, yeah. Fresh I lineup. feel like that old nigga. This nigga I came out of the gym. He was like, man, I got to ask you, where you cut your head, man? I'm in town until Miami for about three months. I need a bob. I'm like, oh, slow down, nigga. <laughs> uh-huh. You trying to help my man out? Tell him, go see Q up the road. I told him. But he was like, man, I need someone that's legit. I don't want to get no under the road bullshit. That's why I said, look. That's why I was like, all right. I don't really know. I, I ain't trying to yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see you in the gym again with a fucked up line. But yeah. let me get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll use the example of somebody that's sh- that changing a major. You go to school. You say you want to be a nurse. You decide to change and do this. It don't matter if people give you shit about changing your major. Like your parents can because they might have to pay and you got to go to school longer. That makes sense. But if it's something that you want to do, mm-hmm. only you should be able to change that. I would never, nobody should ever change what they want to do because their family don't like it or agree. Now, I think it's a double, it's two sides to that though. You should be open to criticism. Like if somebody's giving you criticism because, you know, as a fan, like if you make music. Mm-hmm. Or if you make art, any type of art and they give you artistic criticism based on how they receive it, that's different. But if somebody trying to change what you or they don't believe in what you do, yeah. I think that's a little bit, I think you need to just keep, I, need, I think you need to continue, I, you got to find different audience. You got to understand what to listen to and what not to listen to. But don't be stubborn, but stand on what you've already, what you. what you, on your work. Yeah, you got to get your acceptance from somebody else. It can't be your fam. They probably don't even get it. Like, if you was dead ass like a beast at, like, Fortnite, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or some shit, your family would never truly understand how good you are. Or how good your Twitch streams are. Why yeah. you want to do that. You want to quit your yep. job and you want to be a Twitch streamer, but your family feel like, what the fuck is that? You want to play games? Like, that? I just don't get it. Like, okay, bet. Think about why they're telling you what they tell you. Like... Analyze every single thing that your family tells you and why. And, you'll, and you'll, you'll realize that it be coming out of fear and ignorance to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Tell your family that you're trying to be a Trish streamer and they're like, oh, how are you going to get money from that? How you? Listen to that energy. If they're not telling you, you know what? So what you, If they're not trying to literally figure out what it is first, they immediately are telling you the bads, like, then this is obviously somebody who's just fearful that you might not be able to figure that out all the way. So they'll try to keep you from making a bad decision by doing something you might regret, but for real, for real, it's like Terrell said, if you're confident in what you're doing, the way that you can get around that, like, I've had, we've had to do it, you just kind of, it's not that you ignore your family, but you just, you do your own thing, and you don't look for acceptance of what you're doing from them, you'll look for it, you'll look for that from your audience, Mm -hmm. now, if you're thinking about starting some shit, it's different, yeah. You kind of just got to do that shit on your own willpower. And you got to, yeah. And you know what? The thing about me and T is that we've always had like a super supportive family. Mm-hmm. We can, me and Tans could be making videos about anything. And our family would be like, well, that's what you want to do that's type shit. Do, yeah. So for us, we had to go with like public criticism first. It had to be like, yo, are people fucking with it type shit. So yeah. and you just got to understand that you got to overcome the family thing. And then eventually you'll have the public to deal with. And the, your family is going to be harsh. But these motherfuckers behind screens. They're going to be even more harsh because they don't love you. But they also they also going to be the ones that are going to take you there. Right. Your family sometimes will hold you back forever. Some of y'all have family members that are telling you that you shouldn't do shit. Like when people be like, they told me I couldn't make it. Most of them niggas are talking about they family. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. When a nigga say they told me I couldn't make it, that nigga talking about a nigga in his camp or a nigga in his family. Because for real, for I always tell people, strangers not going to tell you you can't do some shit unless you're saying the most outrageous shit ever. Normally, if you tell a stranger who doesn't know you that you have an idea to do something, the politeness of most people, even if they not even keeping it 100 with you, they'll be like, you know what, man? You can do it. You should do it. I've had conversations with people who told me that they was going to start shit. Some of it I believed in. Some of it I might not have. But I've never told somebody, nah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. But your family... Not only are they going to tell you not to do it, they're your family, so they're going to tell you in the most blunt, honest uh-huh. way. And it comes from love, though. It co- That's care. Fear, too. Th- fear, and mainly. Fear, and fear, but they do care about you. So that's why they give it to you. You ever thought about all these rappers that say that my teacher told me I would never be shit? Yeah. And how them teachers probably actually really gave a fuck about you. Nobody ever talks about that side of it, though. Or oh, nobody talking about the fact that she was in that joint acting a damn acting fool. Acting a damn fool. And she didn't. know be- you was going to blow up and be a rapper. You wasn't in that joint rapping your lyrics. Right. And you this were nigga, just in the back of the class car, you cause know? Because have these rappers, I would say, go write a sentence on the wall. And let's see if it looked like any better than your third grade son that you got. Have you ever made some of these niggas write something down? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so we, what are you talking about? I mean, just blatant handwriting. What are you talking about, though? I missed that. I, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, tell some of these rappers that made it to oh, yeah. write their name on a piece of paper. Yeah, it might look like it might look it, foolish. That's what I'm saying. That's what, So some of them teachers t- was sending this shit out of love, bro. Yeah, it wasn't just they didn't just just say, "Oh fuck, you ain't gonna be shit." Now some of them didn't have the patience and probably did tell you that, and now you get the shit on them in a the song, whatever. But a lot of that shit came from like genuine care. Yep. Just to just to wrap up that topic though, mm-hmm. just analyze what your parents know. If your parent is a dentist and you are trying to be a dentist, then when your parents tell you you shouldn't do some shit, you should listen, cause your parents got the experience. If you are doing some shit that you know your parents ain't got no fucking experience in, they grew up and your dad was working at this build business and he's rich. Now, I mean, he got money now. He took, he's taking care of y'all, but he still don't know about what you trying to do. Then yeah, you can like take said, stuff from him, but it, you it's he a can lot give of you guidance, life. but it really, it's really yours for real. It's your race. Your parents no are always going to try to keep you safe, right? One hundred. Yeah. Your nine is yours though, so mm-hmm. you on your nine. You cannot lose. Dope. There's no losses. Yeah. <gasps> Unless you aren't here anymore. You get hiccups? Nah. You know you got. I wouldn't say it's gas, but you know how you have <laughs> like a. It's like a burp without the. It's called indi- but It's called indigestion. I wouldn't say I have indigestion. I say it's gas. Nigga, without that's, a burp. What it, that's what it is. When you go. And you just that is it? indigestion. So yeah. it's like burping without... Terrence, you're, you're telling me that you have indigestion? Terrell, it's gas. Indigestion is not gas. Or is it? I'm going to just read the definition to you. Indigestion is pain or discomfort in the stomach associated uh-huh. with difficulty, pain. difficulty in digestion. Did I food. say I was pa- in pain? You know indigestion ch- is something you need to take Pepto-Bismol When you for. have indigestion, you may have one or more of the following symptoms: Pain, a burning feeling... Or discomfort in your other abdomen. Feeling right. too full. Right, this nigga's forgetting that I know this stomach shit. You're talking about ga- search gas now. Search gas. Bitch ass nigga, man. See, when nigga try to pull me wrong, you tell him, Axe Jeeves. <laughs> you look like Jeeves, boy, the black version.
1: Geeves.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: let me see. Yeah, you definitely got yeah. gas. See? All right, but this is the last thing I'm going to ask you, Terrell. You need a black coach. Samuel Jackson from Coach Carter or Denzel Washington from uh, Remember the Titans? Go 1,000% without question. I'm 100% taking Denzel Washington. Are you kidding me? I would 1,000... 000- Terrence, if this is not a conversation, bro. Let's just keep it a honey. That man took black folks and white folks and made them fucking love you. Gary Berthier... And um, what the fuck was his name? Oh, my God. What was his name? It was Gary Bertier and then Ace from Coltrane. Pop- not Coltrane. Why the fuck was his name? be Gary Bertier. I hate how this nigga has to Google shit. And Julius Campbell. They hated each other. Bro, Julius. That Jackson have never done it. I- I'm sorry. Coach Carter did not. And they both real people. Based on real real story, so black excellence in real life. Yeah. But, bro, he made the black folks room with the white folks so that they had to get to know each other. He was like, I want to know what you learned about Terrence. Come on, bro. It's a completely different level of coaching. It's not, though. He said, I want you to tell me one thing you learned, two things you learned every day about your roommate. So they had to talk to each other. They had to learn or they don't play. Okay. What did Coach Carter do? Are oh, you niggas started failing and he said, you know what? We shutting the fucking games down. Y'all can get our grades up. Gym. Think about it. This is another thing about Coach Carter, too. That I will give you. Denzel Washington, was he more of a people leader? Yeah, but when you're talking about coaches, this man, this man, Coach Carter had plays. That nigga had, look, all of his sisters was the plays. Like, that nigga made the team better. Like he didn't now, just I will tell you that he had better. I think he about, would win more games. Think about the, the men he was raising too. You're not going to talk to me no type of way. And if you do, it's punishment. But it's your punishment. 500 push-ups, 1,000 suicides. You doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, you punishing yourself. You punishing yourself. Look, you show up late. This man was really breathing. I said breathing. This man was really raising. Like he said, I came to teach boys and you became men. <laughs> this nigga, did Washington didn't have nothing on that level in that nah, movie. Are you kidding me? Let's keep he was it the race war. They well, a through his window well, he would, fire. Have, would, we, would he have been able to even make it through that race war without having the white coaches? No. His black ass would have had an unfit team. <laughs> Terrence, first of all, they was undercutting him the whole time. Remember, he was like, I call plays on defense. That's and he was I, like, ah, but I'm the The white boys had to rally the boys. Come on, y'all. Come on. That level of buy-in, Coach Carr didn't have to do that. He had This his nigga t- literally shut the community down. Somebody spit on his car. Spit in his face. You that coach that shut the gym down, right? <laughs> right. No bullshit. But 100% would take Denzel Washington. in, in, in it. 100%. See, this is the stuff that we need to talk about. Right? Separate. That just reminded me. I had a dream one time that I kicked this nigga through the window, right? But his man was in the driver's seat. And his man just started driving off. So you kicked in the window. Your leg's now in the I, car. My leg is in, but then this nigga took off, and I just remember looking down the street <laughs> and seeing like, my car. I just remember seeing my car, and I'm getting further and further away. I'm like, I'm about to die like shit. <laughs> Were they holding your leg <laughs> on the inside? I don't know what the fuck happened after that. Your dreams, my dream's weird. Like, some shit like that'll happen, and the next thing you know, I'll look down, I'm not in the car anymore. But look, I'm still going back. Right you there. have no idea, bro. My dreams are so, I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. I have a dream every night. Somebody, I have a dream somebody's trying to get me. It's yeah. always either somebody or something. Like, yeah. I have a dream, and look, it's a spider. And for some reason, I can't move fast enough. And that joint like, and the spider me. get me, bro. It's like coming to get you or some eight-legged freak shit. Yeah. Or like, Rashad was just talking about that. When you get in a fight, he said I threw like 30, <laughs> 30 punches, and them bitches just was slow and soft. It's incredible. I have a, I have a dream where I see the, the person that did me dirty a couple minutes ago in my dream. I walk behind him and go... It's oh, the lightest punch, you know, and he turned around like, You back again, your
1: bitch ass, nigga?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, in my dream, what I can't do? I don't have the fighting thing. Because I could beat somebody's ass in my dream. I've done it a thousand times. My issue is when I'm trying to get away, I cannot run. run. I turn into something happens to me in my dream. I'm about I don't know to kill what, you, nigga. Just I, when wait. I try to run, is like, like, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I always wake up like, This is some bullshit. Yo, it's nothing worse. We already we already talked about that. But I'm just saying, when you you ever try to get back to a bad dream? Like, I'll get my ass whooped in a dream and be like, nah, fuck that, dog. Nah, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. Go back to sleep and then you having a whole nother dream. It's like That's the worst where way that way. nigga at <laughs> though. <laughs> they like, what are you what are you in here, man, for? Are you in a whole new dream, nigga. You talking about getting back to a good dream though? Like that episode of SpongeBob where he jumped out of his dream and jumped in somebody else's dream, yo, that had a job like Inception like effect on me as a young nigga. Like I don't remember that episode. You don't remember the episode where SpongeBob jumped out of his dream and then he got in Pearl's dream and she was dreaming about some crazy oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He jumped in Mr. Krabs' dream. He went in Patrick's dream. He went in Squidward's dream. I fucked with that episode. Like it was it just lets you know, like, yo, everybody do got their own. And you were able to see that earlier. Subconscious, yeah. And Inception is my favorite movie. I watched it again. Inception's amazing, but you know how you watch Inception? You're like, oh, you know, not like the dream world. Yeah. You was a young nigga watching Spongebob and didn't even know that was your intro. Right. We got the Inception, it was easy. It's just like the Spongebob episode. I just watched What Happened on Monday, finally. I know it's been on Netflix for months now, probably years now. But, it's a fucking great movie. That was a great-ass movie. She got snubbed. Mm-hmm. For the ask. For the ask. But, uh, we getting ready to post the... Uh, the too damn long mark, but football next football next week, so we're not gonna do any um any picks. picks this week because for some reason the first the first game of the season is on Thursday the 9th, which is next week, so hopefully y'all first game of the season what day? The ninth, crazy, oh, man. right? And Drake's dropping his album nine months later, in the ninth month of the year, it's that means that September. nigga looking for greatness. This is the ninth month. Hey, look, and it's not a coincidence. It's coincidence. My first official. Month not working, it's the ninth month of the year. Mm-hmm. Curly, tell you, nines everywhere, bro. The nine is always everywhere. It is, it is truly kind of like, damn, it's just the proof, way that don't show up. It's just proof that certain people, if they following us, they can see that it's just in the universe. Whatever you choose to put into the universe, it's literally just going to start showing itself. Y'all might see us looking for nines everywhere, and then say, "Oh, yup, this coming on this day." But y'all, y'all need to understand, you can do the, you can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I had a dude say, "Yo, I, I, love how y'all fuck with nine because my number is four, some shit," and he looked for fours everywhere. Yeah, and my dad, dad's is three. Dad's is three. Yeah, and, and so, it's just like, hey, like his jersey number in college was three. Like, mm-hmm. oh, just, by the way, if you find if you get a girl that does the eleven eleven make a wish thing, or she's always pressed about eleven eleven. It's gonna be fire, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. Y'all just need to know these chicks now with these zodiac charts. Oh my god! Now they don't want to know what your zodiac sign is. They want to know what's your, what's your, what's your. Your Libra, you're a Libra moon, your moon and a something sun, yeah. Aquarius sun. Yeah. I mean, They're like, look, oh, you're feisty. You're I'm like, not, what the fuck? I don't. <laughs> I did not know. if you, I'm a Virgo. right you know? I'm a Virgo, a rising Virgo. And nigga, whatever you are, I am. So what are you? Virgo rising. You're not a Vir- And my moon is uh my moon is Cancer. Oh, that's definitely you. Moon mine is, cancer, is different than Virgo rising. And they said rising is what you show, like, or well, you come off like a Virgo. Nah, you come off like a Cancer. Nah, my moon is Cancer, which means that's my emotional side. So like, oh my God, yes, I need to find out what mine are. Is that the same? Cause our birthday the same. Well, that's this same? nigga saying yes to my shit, nigga. No, I'm saying because I know you and you 100. Your emotional side is cancer. Wow, Kills. Wow. All right, Bet. But yeah, sorry, y'all. All right, bet. So we about to get up off this thing, man. Y'all enjoy that certified level boys, man. Yes, uh, sir. Hopefully it's good. I said certified level boys. And I feel like this pod was definitely chill. It was on some certified level boys shit. It was. We were talking about all types of relationships. Shout out to the um bishops. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. Chance, you have to look into that, bro. I'm going to look into it. Because you, I didn't really explain it that well. But you made it seem like it was just a cool thing. I think it's a little bit more serious than what it is. It is. <laughs> Can you imagine your kids like they're getting dog? I'm going to show you the highlights. I'm going to show you the highlights, dog. I want the names of every man <laughs> that hit the field with my son. Till next time, man. Shout out to the Virgos, man. Virgo season. 64 episodes in. I ain't going to ban, nigga. Next time sick of this nigga not letting me say anything. I'm, I swear, bro. Hey, I'm no sick of him not letting me say anything. It's not enough time for you to say... What, well, I'm supposed to stop and then you're gonna say... You're I gotta do man. some shit in me the drop. You gotta right here, look. Right here on you and on you. Right, that's it. That's it, man. Look, you can hit me in the back, look.
1: <laughs> Come with this motherfucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>